Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot Z A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. It is 136 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation, Royal Pizzas, the Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott is a big fan of the Texan. We've got a ton of texts coming in today. Uh, Jay in a tinfoil hat. You know, when a guy can make fun of himself, I I appreciate that. Self-deprecation gets you everywhere on this show. Some will say self-deprecation gets you on the air. Last night, I was watching Darnell Nurse join the rush, and I was, like, yelling, yeah, Nurse, get up there on the rush. And then a split second later, I was like, Nurse, what are you doing? Get back and play D. Bob's. Sometimes the order fans are bipolar when it comes to players, myself included, says Jay in a tin foil hat. All right, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Brendan, just notify me when we're good to go here. Haji has texted the show to say, Bob, like you, I picked the Oilers to win the Pacific. I looked at the Oilers scheduled to start, and there was an uh, identifiable chance for a very good start. And that being said, I wouldn't have predicted eight and one, says Haji. The Oilers have three solid lines, which can score off the lo- rush with proficiency. The shot metrics may paint a picture of the Oilers being outplayed, but I think it has more to do with the Oilers' skill level scoring at a higher shot percentage, thus taking less shots versus a defensive scheme, which allows allows low quality scoring shots. Hmm, Haji, all the analytics types, they're going to, uh, you're on to something, okay? Because when McDavid and Dry settle on the ice, if if you're an Oilers defenseman, you give them the puck. You don't necessarily funnel pucks to the net. And there are teams that are mass volume shooting teams. Conversely, what we've noticed in Dave Tippett's uh, defensive structure over the years is they have given opposition team shots from the outside and then tried to basically eliminate what's known as the home plate area for high-end scoring chances. So, Haji, I agree with you. There you go. Vic, the plumber, says, Bob, Miko is 6-1-0. That's the text. Well, Koskinen has bounced back, and it's been a big part of the equation for Edmonton. 
Bob, do you think the Oilers have the toughness to get through a Stanley Cup final? Thanks from Buck. Um, different era, different time. Still need some, and the Oilers are not a finished product. Ken Holland's going to make some additions. We've talked about three potential options increasing the speed, specifically in the bottom six. Ryan McLeod in the minors right now. Dylan Holloway out with wrist surgery. He is skating. He'll go down to Bakersfield at some time, maybe in, I don't know, January when he's ready to play. And then what happens with Josh Archibald? We don't know. On myocarditis, you basically have to sit out for three uh three months or so. So there you have it. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. We're just waiting to hook up, hopefully here with Glenn Sather. Um, he's doing a multitude of different things right now. The New York Rangers are the Oilers opponent tomorrow. And, uh, it is Kevin Lowe Jersey retirement night. So Brendan's just negotiating contact as we speak with uh, Glenn Sather at this time. We will tell you that our, uh, headliners today, Brought to you as they are every day by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K, today. <laughs> Bob, no way in heck I take uh, Ray Bork over Mark Messier. Messier put two teams on his back and won two cups. Bork had to go to a stacked Colorado team to get his uh, gold, in my humble opinion. And it's it's an interesting one, just because of uh, the debate that's out there at times over the years, uh, with Ray Bork as an example and Paul Coffey. I mean, Ray Bork's the only player that's got more career points than Paul Coffey, but he played longer than Paul Coffey, too. And, and Paul Coffey would be the first to tell you that Bobby Orr was on a different stratosphere than Paul Coffey. But Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey are the only defensemen in NHL history to have more than one 100-plus point season. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Okay, we're having some challenges here. Uh, Let's keep her going, and you can keep texting. We'll work our way through it on... Some more texts earlier in the show. Bob, uh, Robin Drayton Valley says the Edmonton Oilers are one shutdown defenseman at the trade deadline away. We're just a little weak, comes uh, from Robin Drayton Valley. Hmm. A shutdown D. That's interesting. I don't know if there's one out there. Is, Ju- is Justin Hall a, a shutdown D? I mean, you, you look at Edmonton's right side of the defense, and... You've got basically all three defensemen playing north of 19 minutes a game. Bouchard's up to 21 minutes. CeCe's playing 19 minutes. And Barry's playing about 19 minutes a game. On the left side, Darnell's playing 24, 25 minutes a game. Duncan Keith's playing 19 minutes a game. And Cuckoo and Russell have alternated so far. I I think that's serviceable. I don't know if you need... I mean, I I think all you be doing is maybe I don't know if it's feasible because of the cap space and where you may also have to spend. I, if it's me frankly I'm looking more at the bottom six but I want to see what I have potentially down the road with McLeod as well as Dylan Holloway and then the total, total wild card in all of this is Josh Archibald. Bob, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is so underrated. Well, right now, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is leading the National Hockey League in assists. He's having a great season. (laughs) And again, 
lots of different opinions coming in. We've got some now defending uh, Raymond Bork, saying, look, he had to face a stacked order squad uh, back in the day as well. Uh, Adam here saying, <laughs> Bob, Miko Koskinen looks like a Russian playing in a contract year. I like him, but we need to move on. Uh, just, 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 just hold on a sec here. In fairness to Miko, think about what he went through last year at the start um, of the year. Comes over from Europe, doesn't have his family, has to quarantine for two weeks. Then, boom, after no preseason games, gets 12 starts in the Oilers' first 13 games. Not ideal. Not ideal at all. Maxer texts the show to say, Bob Slater Cuckoo is way better than we give Ken Holland credit for. Nurse like looks great. Barry as well. CeCe's a nice addition. And where are the Duncan Keith naysayers at this time? Might be onto something there. <laughs> Perry disagrees. He says with Darnell Nurse, no cup. Hmm. So lots, lots of uh, managers around the league like Darnell Nurse. That's all I'm going to tell you. Bob, what are your thoughts on Matthias Ekholm's dive at Connor McDavid's knees at the end of the game last night? Looked very dangerous, and I wish defensemen would stop trying to take out McDavid's knees like that. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, it's interesting with Ekholm because Milan Lucic went after him a couple times in, I'm thinking it was the 16-17 season or the 17-18 season. And Ekholm got really quiet. I mean really quiet in those games. He didn't like having somebody in his grill, in his face. And it was and it was pretty clear. It's like, if you're going to play McDavid hard... So I wonder whether or not the next time... I think it had to have been noticed, the way Ekholm was playing. Now that said, Cassian landed an absolute huge hit. Uh, in the first period, the kid that uh, played in the Western League, right-handed shooting center, his name, forget, I forget the guy's name. Uh, he's been in the league for a while now. Got Nick it. Cousins. Nick? No, it wasn't Nick Cousins. It was the, the, the center. The center on that line. He's making about $2.8 million. Ah, where's my book? Just a second. Somebody will come up with it here. But thanks for listening, Brendan. That's good. We might be striking out on slats. Uh, Glenn Sather, the Oilers' former general manager, who will be at the event tonight. I know that uh, we were hoping to get him on here lined up for uh, 135, which is one of the challenges. Colton Sissons, was it, or was it Cousins or was it Sissons? I might be wrong there. I thought it was Sissons that... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I am going to tell you I watched that replay a lot. And it was Nick Cousins? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was Nick Cousins and not Colton Sissons. There you go. Nick Cousins has already played for five NHL teams. I owe you an apology, Brendan. How many times has that happened over the course of the last three-plus seasons? I'd be disappointing myself if I tried to keep track. <laughs> so true. So true indeed. One, <laughs> 145 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Yeah, work rate. That's the key for me. When you're watching the evolution of players like Drysaddle and Nurse, I mean, Connor was... Let's face it, gifted from the gods. We all know that here in oil country. And when you got a player like Connor McDavid, it makes everybody else better. Peter Zosky wrote that in Game of Our Lives and talked about how players like uh, Mark Messier and Paul Coffey and Yuri Curry, Glenn Anderson, were going to get better because they played with Wayne Gretzky. And the Oilers have got a guy named Connor McDavid. And to me, Darnell and... Leon are the two players that have benefited the most uh, from that. So 
yesterday, we had Wayne on the show. Today, Mark Messier on the show. On Tuesday, Paul Coffey. Tomorrow, we will tell you, Kevin Lowe will join us and Gary Curry. Uh, Kevin Lowe in advance of the Jersey Retirement Ceremony and Hall of Famer Yari Curry will join us as well. We're going to see if we can reschedule uh, Glenn Sather, our current Rangers executive, as uh, we're in a, unable to negotiate contact and we've run out of time here in the final four or five minutes of the show. Let's go to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now in Seattle and see the Oilers play the crack and then the Seahawks host the 49ers. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. 2001, Tommy Salo pitches a 20-save shutout as the Oilers blank the Minnesota Wild 2-0 at the XL Energy Center. Anson Carter opened the scoring a minute and 14 into the second period. That was before Dan Cleary tallied in the third. Ethan Morrow fought uh, Jason Marshall less than five minutes into this one. Brendan, uh, Tommy Sello had a great year that year in 0-1-0-2 until the Olympics. Then obviously gave up a bad goal against Belarus that sunk Sweden after Sweden owned Canada in the opening game. Canada would go on to beat the United States 5-2 for Olympic gold, and it was a big deal. Big deal, we know that. Kevin Lowe was part of that management team with Wayne Gretzky. Uh, you know, it was Eric Lindros was in a secondary role on that squad after being a featured part of the 98 team that didn't get it done. Uh, Ryan Smith was on that team from the Oilers organization. Eric Brewer as well. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, how short did you feel sitting between Jason Strudwick and uh, Gene uh, Gino the other night from IMAC? I, I didn't feel short. I mean, Gene's like, I don't know, six and a half. Struds is, what, six foot three, six foot four? I like doing it. I mean, I'm not going to ever belittle a guy I'm on with. They can poke fun at me all they want. That's good. Comes with the territory. But, uh, no, it's good. You know, I'll say this about Gene. I couldn't do what Gene does. And I mean that in all sincerity. Uh, Gene is an incredibly nice man. He's really patient. And everybody's got different skills. And I just, I watch him, you know, from... Uh, Wilton Littlechild was on uh, before us in one of the segments the other night. And for the listeners that are unavailable, I mean, he's one of the most uh, successful Indigenous leaders our country has ever seen. A guy that played for Coach Claire Drake uh, Drake at the University of Alberta back in the day. And just watching Gene work the room magically and bring people in. And you got timing so important. Like long format radio is a little bit different. Um, I, I think that when you're privileged enough to do what we do here, you know, you get a chance to do a little bit of storytelling and you can have different conversations and go in different directions on the course of the show. The one thing you can't do is you can't bluff what you don't know. If you don't know something, just say you don't know it. And if you do know it and you can reference it or get in transition from, then it, then show what you can do. Uh, television's a much, uh, the window is very tight, the turnaround, and it, it it's, it's a team. And it's a team on radio as well, but there's a lot more people involved to be uh, successful um, in terms of from a television perspective. I mean, they've got anywhere from 30 to 40 people working on every broadcast and everybody plays a a significant part. So it's fun doing that intermission stuff. Loved it uh, doing it with Craig uh, Tavish. I bumped into Sean Bell after the game uh, the other night. Sean did a great job last year with Joaquin Gage and Megan Mickelson. It was fun doing that stuff and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to continue that uh, down the road. Now tomorrow's show and tomorrow's broadcast is going to be heavily sort of tied into the various luminaries and there's a lot of them in 
town for an event tonight that uh, Jack and me are privileged enough to be a part of uh, and an event uh, uh, tomorrow as well and then the, the game itself. So make sure you make your way down to Rogers Place a little bit uh, early. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Brian and YYC says, Bob, that hit by Cassian on Cousins was a borderline elbowing penalty at the very least from Brian in Calgary. Um uh, the Don says, good one on Brendan. He's on the ball. Uh, Bob's memory, which is his best uh, uh, asset, is it slipping a little bit? That's being asked by the Don. Who adds, Bob, the owners need another tough guy. Again, I'll yell at you. What's Luke Gazdick doing? Yeah, I, I don't. I, the owners need a fun, They need some functional toughness. So I'll give you a name. I'm watching Arizona from afar. Lawson Krause. Not super tough, but big and can skate and can compete and can PK and give you some size. Bob, a little literal uh, observation. You looked much shorter than both. Well, thank you for that. Uh, my my harshest critic on those shows is my daughter Tori. She's she's the one that I I, I sort of. You know, I, I don't know about you, Brendan, but I like having people that are brutally honest with me. And so uh, my daughter's never afraid to uh, to make it happen. Bob, uh, Con- R- Granny, final text of the show says, Connor McDavid, seven points away from 600. <laughs> 99, 11, 17, 9, and uh, 7, all in the building tomorrow. What you think from Randy? Yes, five Hall of Famers will be in the building tomorrow night. Connor McDavid's not getting seven points against uh, Igor uh, Shesterkin. That's just not happening. And if it does, it'd be awesome, but I don't see it happening. What do we got coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins? Oh, give me a half sec here. I have the text message from Dave, and that says they're going to uh, rerun that Kevin Lowe interview from last night's face-off show. Uh, you'll hear from New York Rangers color analyst uh, for MSG Radio Network, Dave Maloney, and uh, Elks in-game analyst uh, Blake Dermott on 630 Chet. Oh, and Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peard as well. There we go. Nice follow-up. All right, coming up uh, tomorrow again, Kevin Lowe will join us in advance of his jersey retirement ceremony, legendary Oilers Hall of Famer Yari Curry. Elliot Friedman for our friends at Mid-City Construction. We'll break down that Jack Eichel trade. And Sportsnet Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Have a tremendous Thursday, everybody. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.